You're listening to Rocket Night. This is Tampa Earl Burton for RocketNight.com, and I'm joined tonight, or today, or whatever you're listening to this, <laughs> by recording artist Tamar Burke. Tamar, Hello. great Hi. to see you again. Too. It's been like a year, I it's think. It's been a little over a year, yes, last yeah, year about yeah. this time. Yeah. Well, now here's one of the things that I wanted to ask you, yes. uh, especially with, you know, this is the, the second record. You've got a lifetime to write your first. Then you only have a short time frame to write the second. And it's expected to be as good as the first. Now, considering your first effort was one of the most widely acclaimed independent albums of 2021, how do you top that? That That was interesting and actually quite stressful. I will say that there's a few tracks on this album, Start at the End, it's called, that are a little bit older, that I've kept in my pocket for just the right time. So in, in, a, in a sense, there was, let's say, one, two, three, three tracks that I had, at, so, and, and, and four, the single Your Permission was written, the first single I released was a snippet. It was like a minute, like a sketch of a song mm-hmm. that I'd written a long time ago. And I really liked it and kind of blew it out into a full song. But to answer your question, I didn't know that I was going to put an album out so quickly. There okay. were some, there were some events that happened that particularly my father's death that motivated me to finish the record because when that happened in June I had already I just I was kind of kind of in a mellow way putting some songs together I wasn't really pressuring myself in any way when he died in June at the end of June June 26th to be exact I was so lost Earl I was just like I was so depressed and so hopeless and i just found myself escaping to my little studio here and just kind of writing a lot of lyrics writing a lot of things it was it was cathartic cathartic yes and it was also a release and a real and a um a way of escaping because honestly i was walking around a bit like a zombie and also there's anything could make me cry because i was constantly thinking about him i mean he was my He's my best friend. He was my best friend. I mean, I still think of him that way. I mean, and the truth is that you're never going to replace that. And I think the morning of that a thought was, so, it was, I, I don't know how to describe it. Only people who've lost somebody that they truly like love will understand it. And many of us have, uh, but until you do, it's very hard to understand how your life literally stops and 
it's like you before that person's death and you after that person's death. It's kind of how you measure your life. Mm -hmm. And um, the lyrics were getting a little bit dark and but very personal. And then I started to get a little bit like obsessive compulsive about releasing it. And I felt like I need to get this out this year. I don't know why. It's not like nobody was pressure. I, nobody was pressuring me. I have no record label. I'm an independent artist, but I felt like I need to get this out for myself, for my dad, for my health, for my sanity. And um, so I did. Did I worry that it was going to be as good? Yes. I was having a lot of anxiety about that, Earl, to be honest, because I, I know so many people really like the first record. And I was worried because... I wasn't sure it's it's a just a different mood. It's a different mm -hmm. mooding record. It still has my signatures, harmonies and pops, and there's a lot of indie pop and there's even kind of a a couple power pop songs in there. It still has that. Um and I feel like it has a little for everybody a little bit for everybody, but at the same time I was like, Oh, they're gonna they're gonna hate it. I don't know. I just <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. And at the same time, in my mind, I was like, it, it is what it is. It, it's what I'm writing right now. Right. It's what I'm doing. Yeah, and definitely. I, yeah. It's, it's, it, it was one of the things that I noticed about it. And, and I especially noticed with the video for uh, your permission. Yeah. It almost seems like that was the, the many different personalities of Tamara Burke. Yes. Is that something that you intended to go for with that? Yeah, I did because, um, you know, sometimes we, can you swear on this? Or, yes. Okay. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you go through your day and, and you kind of feel like an asshole or you feel like not a good wife or you feel like not a good person or you feel like you're bad at your job or you feel like you don't want to do your job or you feel like you just want to step out of yourself and just like, not have all that on you. And I I was feeling that very strongly. Like, could I just, could I just walk into somebody's shoes and be somebody else today? Like, mm -hmm. do I have your permission to just not be good at, at my job today? Do I have your permission to like, not be a good wife or not even be nice today? Can I just, so, and it's an ironic, it, it is definitely an ironic title because I, it's, I'm asking, but I'm really not listening. Yeah, to I, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. You're asking, but it's like, yeah, whatever your answer is, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, because we all, we all, you know, in today's world, you know, sometimes we do need to feel like we could just like, like not be perfect. You know, we want to sometimes let it all out, sometimes not be the perfect at our job and, and, and more so now than ever, it's like, I just need forgiveness for that because I'm not always going to be good. So when I'm asking your permission, I'm like, just when you look at me, not being good at being me in whatever shape or form that is, just be forgiving mm -hmm. because, you know, everybody has their own thing they're going through in life and you don't know, you, you don't know what just happened to them five minutes ago why they just freaked out, you know? Um, and so I, I thought it was a, you know, I had four different versions of that video, to be honest with you. And, and then I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to sit at my piano and I'm just going to play and, and like record. And I was like, Oh, what if I put a different outfit on and just kind of 
walk up and sit down and play again. And then, I, and then I was like, oh, okay, let me do all of these different me's. And, um, and I think a lot of people can relate to that for sure. Well, I you think it, it, I think it got the point of the song across pretty well yeah. uh, that, you know, you, 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 you like you said earlier, you're asking for the permission. Not really. This right. is the way you are. Yeah. And yeah. You, they, you can either accept it or, well, you know, move along. Move along. and But the permission part is like, I'm, I'm, I'm not really asking your permission, but I want you to understand that, like, I'm not normally like this. Mm -hmm. Just give me a pass today. Like, yeah. you know, give a person a pass. They're not always going to be an A plus human, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, so I, I was pretty pleased with that, the way that turned out. It was very, like, off the cuff. Sometimes my best ideas are, like, last minute. And, and that one was certainly a good one. Now, now with tragic <laughs> endings, yeah. uh, personally, that was one of my favorites because it really had, uh, it, it told me a lot about you, to be honest with you. Thank uh, you. It yes. is something that, you know, you've spoken to me about before. You, you, you told me like a year ago when we interviewed that you'd like to start at the end of books and read Did them. I tell you, that? you told me that last year. Oh, and, yes. and you said, I'd like to read the ending to see if it's going to be worth getting there. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know I said that. Yes. And it's been sort of a theme as I've gotten older, Earl, I don't know why, but I've gotten a lot more, maybe as you get older and you have a kid, your the worry about bad things happening and then COVID, the worry about death or that's all around, the worry about um, not being prepared for things and in the world that's happening, you know, oh, I need to like, I don't know, I'm not saying I'm a doomsday prepper, but maybe mentally I am, you know, and I hate the idea of just like, I, I need to mentally be prepared for things. And after my dad died, I was so, I, I, I just really did not know how to deal with that. And, and I had a bad feeling about it, but I wasn't prepared. And, and many times you're never prepared and so the song was already part of my personality, you know, needing to know the ending before things start so I can be mentally kind of like engaged and prepared for what the worst case could happen. And, um, and at the same time, it's like, you know, start at the end, the whole album's theme is, you know, sometimes the endings are new beginnings, sometimes the endings are well, all endings have a beginning of some sort. There's, it's a cycle of life. It's a cycle. All, all, all living beings have cycles, you know? And so existing is a cycle. And, you know, I don't know. I felt like, well, you know, my dad, my dad's life is over. How do I start again? And I wasn't prepared for it. No one could prepare you for that. And, and yet I also carry with me this kind of OCD, like psychotic, like I'm so nervous and anxious about all kinds of things. Like I can be in a car, Earl, and be like, so paranoid driving, like, okay, that car, that car is going to like go in our lane. And I, I don't know if you're like that, or maybe some people, your listeners are like that, but like, 
I can see the video game of cars crashing. (laughs) (laughs) Some people really live with those sorts of things and I'm one of them. So I think the theme of that is like, you know, I just need to know at this point in my life, like, just tell me where this is going so I can be ready for whatever. Well, I think that's really important too. As fa- in fact, with with a lot with a lot of your music, uh, is the factor that you are coming from a, a wealth of experience, a background of of a lot of you know crap has happened to you. Yeah, yeah. And it and you can hear it in the music, and that and and that way when you comment on it, it gives it a little bit more gravitas. Thank you. Yeah, I, I try really hard more than now than ever to be a little bit more vulnerable. It is hard. There's a song on this record I almost didn't put on. It's it's the one about, it, like, directly about the death of my dad, and, and it's called, um, oh, I can't even think, You Already Knew, and, and it's it's very vulnerable. And my friends were like, you got to put it on. But that's the thing. It's like... If you don't, then the human the human experience that you're trying to share with others may be lost because I do listen to a lot of music and I try to listen to a lot of new music. And you too, Earl, you get music probably sent to you all the time. And when the writer is really coming from a true place, not trying to copy a style or um, be phony, you can tell. And I try very hard to be true and honest because I can't, I can't stand the idea of somebody thinking that I'm not being earnest about what I'm writing about. It just bothers me a lot. So, so yeah, that's one of my goals, and I really appreciate you saying that because I, 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 I that was that's always a goal in my writing. Mm, definitely. Now, a uh, couple more questions here. One. Uh, this is, you know, your second re- record. Uh, you have a day job. Yes, fans, by day, she's a mild-mannered school teacher. Okay. By night, she becomes a rock star. Am I mild-mannered? <laughs> I don't know if I'm mild-mannered. There you go. There you go. What, well, is, what is it that keeps you going with it? Do you want to be that rock star? Or do you want to be the, the school teacher? I, or is this something that you know is kind of the two sides of the same coin battling with each other? Oh, that's a really good question. You know, I think my whole life, my day job was always just a job. I I will say that teaching has benefited me more than any other job I've ever had. And I've been in many fields. I've been in like photography field. I've been in advertising. I've been in retail. I mean, I've done so many different jobs. This is the only one that had some deeper meaning for me. Yet, for me, you know, I guess you can say, what would you want to be remembered for? What is the meaning for you? It's being a songwriter. So for me, that is the thing that keeps me going. If I am respected as a songwriter and feel like people really like my songs, because I'm not like... A Mariah Carey. I am not a singer. I'm not your typical, you know, singer that goes around and riffs and does these, you know, that's not me. I am a songwriter with a unique voice and that's what I love to be known as. So to answer your question, 
I've also always had to have a day job. I mean, because <laughs> I'm not a person that has been fortunate to not. And then also, um, I think it's important to not be isolating yourself as a songwriter, like being in the world and experiencing the world and being part of the world without just isolating yourself is, is really important. Um, living your life and being part of humanity, I suppose. I mean, I'm getting kind of deep, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now you, uh, and I probably should have asked this question before I asked the last one, but you actually left the comfort of your home there and went to Chicago to record uh, this new album. Oh, I'm so, oh, wow. Yes. So I, um, what was I, the, the purpose for that? I know it was to connect with some old friends, you know, that would help you out on the record, but I think yeah. it gave you a whole different touch, uh, with start at the end than what you had, uh, with the restless dreams of youth. I think that, that, that it's definitely set the, set the mood differently. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so, okay. I still recorded everything in my studio except for the drums. So okay. what happened is my drummer, Matt Walker, lives in Chicago. And during COVID, when we were working on, on the Restless Dreams of Youth, we couldn't meet. It was COVID. So we were sending digital tracks to each other. What happened is I, I asked him, I was like, so I'm working on my next record. Um, and we started doing it the same way. He was sending me tracks and I was getting them. But the problem is because this was more of an accelerated timeline, because I hadn't lived with the songs for that long, we were missing that space where you sit with the drummer and you work out the tunes and oh, try this, try this. So it wasn't coming together as smoothly for either of us in terms of like what we wanted the drums to do. So we were talking and he's like, you know, why don't you come to Chicago and we'll do the final drum tracks. And from now until December, we'll work on demoing them. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a great idea. So he'll be in his home studio kind of demoing them without worrying about the tones and the sounds. And then when I flew to Chicago, all we did was drum tracking. And so everything else was um, already recorded. And so when I got back from Chicago, all we really need to do was mix. Mm. And and so in many ways, um, most of the record was done, but of course the drums are the most important of part. Of course, yeah. And the vocals, because the drums set the whole tone and um, and Matt's just an amazing drummer and a talented <laughs> human and a musician and a composer. So all of those things were at play as well. Definitely. Yeah. Now, um, uh, one of the last things I, we, I said earlier that uh, the Restless Dreams of Youth was widely acclaimed. Uh, it's up there for an award in San Diego, I know of, uh, I, for Album yeah. of the Year. And Pop Album. Yes. Best pop Album. I, and, I, 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 I know. <laughs> you, just I wow send, yeah I, I didn't even send it in i i think um somebody told somebody told somebody and somebody got it and then i got this email that was like um can you be on this san diego music show and so i was filmed playing two of the songs and the person who 
does that show, his name is Bart Mendoza, he was like, you know, I love this record and I, I work on the San Diego Music Awards. I'm going to, you know, submit it for you. And I was like, because I really didn't know many people in town. Yeah, that's one of your pick draw, pick jaw up off the floor. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So he submitted it and then, um, and yeah, so I don't know if I'll win, but I get to perform two songs. So I'm really excited. It's next Tuesday. That's going to be cool. Yes, yes. Although I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, I would say I have, I still have a little bit of stage fright in this kind of band situation where I'm the leader. So I've been in so many bands where I've been, you know, not since like the '90s, I guess, have I been in front. And so I'm just getting those sea legs back. Like, okay, I'm in front now. Ooh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know. You had a performance on YouTube uh, here the other day that looked like you were a natural. So. Oh God, it's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> Usually well, with a guitar in my hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's normally the way to get it going. Get that prop yes. and, and you're ready to roll. Yeah. Now, uh, first of all, uh, we can find both the Restless Dreams of Youth and yes. Start at the End on Bandcamp. Yes. Uh, yes. There, and uh, you've got the digital uh, release there. You've also digital got the release. limited uh, limited vinyl, limited CD. Yes. Uh, hopefully that, you know, there you, we can get a rush going on them. Uh, but, know. you know, hopefully uh, everything we've done here uh, will help out towards that thank goal. Thank you. Thank and, you. And, you know, we definitely thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Always, Earl. I love it. And I love seeing your face. It's great. <laughs> I know I know, people won't see our faces, but I'm seeing your face right well, now. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the face made for radio, so. <laughs> oh, that's such a funny line. Oh, God. That. Yes. Well, thanks a lot, Tamar. Hey. And, you thanks. know, thank you all for listening. Uh, Tampa Earl Burton for rocketnight.com. Uh, we'll see you on down the road. You're listening to Rock at Night. The introductory song, Get On Down, is from blues artist Billy, Billy Bass Alford. Look for his music at ReverbNation.com.